Hello and welcome to the second edition of Riding Unicorns Bite Size. I'm James Pringle and in our Bite Size series we take a look back at a previous episode and pull out some of the best bits and discuss them in a bit more detail to help generate new learnings and understanding of the tech's ecosystem. A year ago today I interviewed Andrew Scott from 7% Ventures. Andrew has founded numerous companies and had successful exits He was the first investor in Oculus, which was acquired by Facebook, and the first investor in Magic Pony, which was acquired by Twitter. So he's had a really interesting career as an investor, and the episode is really interesting kind of insight into how he views investment, what he looks for in founders, and what he's excited about in in the future. So today we're just going to cover a couple of sound bites that he mentioned and discuss them and break them down into small, actionable, motivational chunks for you to take away. So let's start with Andrew's view of what he looks for in founders. The right founder with the right temperament and the right level level of ambition will find a way to build a very successful company that transforms the world in a, in a, in a good way. This is just a small extract from Andrew's answer to what he looks for in founders. The main thing he highlighted in the episode is that ambition is absolutely critical. They're investing in very, very early stage companies, often first check, and they need to know that a founder has a big vision because they're taking quite a lot of risk. And so the reward has to be great if it works. So Andrew, you know, he feels that at the early, early stages, you can't necessarily analyze the product because there might not be one. You can't look at traction and numbers, things like that. So you have to find founders that are willing and capable of going all the way. So building very large businesses and have that level of ambition. I think it's important to note here that not every founder or company should raise VC money or is the right company to raise VC money or will benefit from raising VC money. It is really a selective model for companies, ideas, products that have huge total addressable markets, very scalable business models, and have the right people to to go and execute that and are willing to dedicate themselves and give up and sacrifice many things in order to achieve that. So if you're a founder and you're starting out, you have to be aware of those expectations and want to want that and want to be aligned with your investors and want the same things. Next up, we have Andrew's advice for anyone who's going through an exit. So who to surround yourself with, what you can do to get a better outcome. Either a good investor who's been through this or a good M&A person will help you structure a deal um, and propose deal terms, which you might not have thought of. You know, one example might be that, especially for companies that are earlier stage that don't have the EBITDA or the obvious justification for the valuation of the business might be, well, hey, we, we, you know, we're bringing all this, te- this technology platform and our team into your business. That means you're going to be able to raise you know, a much bigger Series B or Series C than you would have been able to. So we're happy to join. But then if you're successful in doing that raise, we get a larger equity share of the business or we get a bonus or we get you know an extra payout there are all sorts of ways of slicing a deal again this is a pretty short extract from the total section in the full episode um, that where we cover exits i think the main takeaway here is that the negotiation and the process around securing a decent exit 
is an incredibly complex process and founders who have not been through it before should consult with their investors and or outside counsel to make sure that they're approaching things in a smart way and making sure that they manage the process and extract the most value in in line with the the interests of their shareholders finally andrew discusses what considerations founders should have when raising money particularly uk founders when taking on eis money a particular problem in the uk because eis and seis has been a fantastic catalyst for the angel economy but some of the eis funds because they are the, the nature of their stakeholders and because they are set up primarily as tax vehicles that can dictate strange motivations later on i mean simple example a company takes eis money but then six months later decides it's best to flip to, to be a US company, that can cause a problem because it can mean that the AS compliance is lost. You know, it can mean that they don't want businesses to get acquired too soon or shut down too early because of the, the tax implications of that. This is a really important point that Andrew makes. Something like EIS has been incredible for fostering more angel investment and also the forming of earlier stage funds to back founders from an earlier stage when they have less traction and validation. However, the consideration is that for investors to get their EIS tax relief, the company does need to exist for a minimum of three years and to stay in the UK. So it's just something that founders should be aware of. And I think this is more of a service to a wider point that Andrew's making, which is that that's just one example of a fund that has interests beyond just returns. And founders should always be aware of what the fund managers interest may be beyond just return so always consider the wider picture why is this person investing in my business what's in it for them what complexities could there be where do our visions not align and how do we get everyone on the same page and make sure that we are aligned so that's just a small snippet from the andrew scott episode if you want to go and listen to the full episode scroll down to the bottom and look for episode two in season one uh, there's lots of great stuff that we haven't been able to cover in this bite-sized episode. Look out for weekly full episodes every Wednesday and don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us on Substack to get episodes direct to your inbox.